Good day, listeners. Welcome to episode 53 and also the first anniversary of You Got This. Aw, <laughs> I hope everyone's doing well out there. If you're new, I appreciate having you here. And if you're a returning listener, I'm happy to have you back. Just to make sure everyone's up to speed, You Got This slash UGT is a podcast where we explore authentic living, seeing things from a higher perspective, and how to balance taking care of yourself and the world around you. The U stands for universe or universal consciousness. And of course, it's a play on the word you with a Y. But you have permission to make the you whatever you want it to be. I'm your host, Asia Smith. And I'm a leadership educator, life coach, and intuitive healer. That's not a replacement for therapy. On the podcast, we keep it real and we keep it light. It's for entertainment purposes only. So if you need it, please do what you gotta do to keep yourself well, because it matters to me and it matters to the folks around you too. All right, y'all. Ooh can't believe it's been a year (laughs) since getting this thing started. Um, Well, the episode's technically dropping on Sunday, July 10th, but depending on when you tune in, (laughs) it really is Monday, July 11th. Uh, It'll be the anniversary. But all that aside, uh, for anyone who's new and maybe even a refresher for returners, this is chill. It's relaxed. Uh, It's just me being myself, (laughs) spreading love and light in a way that feels authentic to me and curating conscious content that resonates for me. Um, It's been a joy (laughs) to do this each week. It's been a really great outlet and I'm excited to continue it and kind of build upon it and just continue to have more fun with it and try some new things over time. Um, to fill y'all in. This is a project that will be going on either until 100 episodes or 111 episodes. We shall see. But for today, we're celebrating one year at episode 53. So to keep it true to the theme of the podcast, a mashup, if you will, of the woo-woo with the real, you'll be hearing a talk from spiritual educator and speaker Todd Perlmuter. Uh, hope I pronounced that correctly, (laughs) but Todd helps folks integrate mindfulness and wellness into their everyday lives while also building self-esteem and confidence, which are interchangeable. And he actually sees all those things as interconnected. And I wholeheartedly agree. Uh, In this talk, he focuses on perspective and perception and how the view we have of ourselves shapes our inner and outer world. So how do we become more aware and more in tune, not only with our self-perception, but also with the bigger picture and that higher perspective of how that affects the world around us? And also, how do we shift our perception and perspective if need be? Inner work is ongoing, y'all. It's a marathon, not a sprint. (laughs) So it's important that we, you know, check ourselves every now and then. Uh, Accountability isn't just of others, it's also of the self. None of us is perfect and we're all learning and growing. And that's also what this podcast is about for anyone new who might be tuning in. Um, This is meant to empower folks to embrace whatever authenticity means to them and 
also for folks to give themselves permission to be perfectly imperfect and humbly and confidently doing so, of course. <laughs> you don't just do it for yourself. Be sure to help the world around you do the same. Uh, it's a ripple effect, and that's why perspective and perception and, of course, having a healthy mind, body, and spirit from that matters, yeah? So on that note, let's dive in. Go ahead and get comfy, sit back, relax, and enjoy. Also, if you'd like, be sure to stay tuned for the energy reading after the sponsor message. Be safe and stay well. Unfortunately, ever since we were in kindergarten, we have been getting grades. Grades that tell children their worth. Even if a kid is a math genius and he gets an F on a writing paper, that kid will feel unworthy and inferior. This upbringing colors how we see the entire world for the rest of our lives. Comments people make, whether we get positive or negative attention from people around us, all of these things can either be observed and witnessed without internalizing feelings of inferiority. They can be witnessed without the mind labeling the situation bad and labeling ourselves as dumb or unworthy. Or, and what is too often the case, we can internalize. We can allow someone else's reality to interfere with our own, to change how we see ourselves, and more importantly, how we think other people see ourselves. And the best way to not let someone else's reality overtake our truth is to create our own stronger inner life, inner world of spiritual richness. There's a age-old saying that seeing isn't believing, believing is seeing. Because what you believe, you will see in the world around you. And Steve Jobs understood this. And he famously practiced something he called his reality distortion field. Which was that if he believed in something strongly enough, everyone around him would believe in it too. So when someone feels they're inferior and he believed in them, that they could do what they thought was impossible, they would believe it and they would achieve it. So to change our perceptions about ourselves, we have to first recognize how we developed these feelings, which is people, comments, society, advertising, all of these places which breed inferiority. And we have to remember that we are 
incredibly miraculous, magical beings. These bodies of ours, every single human, no matter whether you're abled or disabled, has a miracle body that is more advanced than our most advanced computers. Even a little bird with a tiny little brain has a more advanced biology than anything we can create today with machines and technology. We are the mystery of life. We are mysteriously and miraculously birthed into this universe of it and by it simply because we have consciousness we have sentience we are able to perceive our lives and we are even aware of our own awareness each and every single one of us is a miracle and each of us has a unique special and beautiful gift to make their corner of the world a better place. This is every person's unique special superpower. And if we live a life of kindness and compassion, gratitude and generosity, if we are doing our best to live good lives, dedicated to others, then there is nobody better. Only people with insecurity themselves would put down others. Only people who are cruel with anger in their hearts and no inner peace would ever view anyone else as inferior. People whose opinions are the ones worth listening to are those who want to lift everybody up, help everyone succeed, and recognizes the light and beauty in each of us. There is no inferiority because in reality there is no superiority. The tiger may eat the gazelle, but the tiger would not be here if it weren't for the gazelle. We all need each other. We cannot survive without all of us. And every single living creature, bug, and human is vitally essential to the universe and balance in this world. And remember, you'll never see a dog look in the mirror and feel shame about its looks. Even the ugliest dog. And so never forget, you are an infinite being of magic. And I use that term in the sense that science still doesn't understand all of the aspects of the human body or life itself. You are absolutely perfect the way you are, flaws and all. And even though we live in a society which judges, the more you remember your infinite perfection and practice seeing that miracle of life inside you, 
the more you will project that peace and contentment to the world. And the more everyone around you will see that. This podcast is sponsored by Authentic Service Group, an organization empowering young adults to explore their potential and achieve success genuinely through virtual life and leadership coaching, community engagement, and networking events for emerging leaders in the Washington, D.C. metropolitan area and beyond. For more information, visit AuthenticServiceGroup.org. No matter what life throws your way, you got this. Hey there, welcome to the energy reading for episode 53. Super grateful to have you here. Gentle reminder if this isn't your first time and a heads up if it is. These are general collective readings rather than being one-on-one, so it's possible what comes through may not apply to you, and that's okay. That just means the guidance in this particular reading might be messages that someone else out there needs to hear, and maybe the next one will be for you. You have permission to take what resonates from this reading and leave what doesn't. Before we get started, let's all just take a deep breath. Okay, energy is all good on my end. If you need a minute to get everything feeling good on your end, feel free to pause and do what you gotta do and come back when you're ready. I've already blessed and shuffled the card decks I'll be using for our reading. So just a quick shout out to the artists before we get started. We've got The Universal Weight Tarot by A.E. Waite and Pamela Coleman-Smith. The Sun and Moon Tarot by Vanessa DeCourt. The Wild Unknown Pocket Tarot by Kim Kranz. The Stargazer Edition Playing Cards by Bicycle. The Angels and Ancestors Oracle by Kyle Gray. The Moonology Oracle by Yasmin Boland. The Daily Crystal Inspiration Oracle by Heather Askinasi. And last but certainly not least, the Sacred Destiny Oracle by Denise Lynn. All right, folks, let's see what's in the cards for us today. Hello. And welcome. (laughs) First anniversary of UGT and of these energy readings. Um, Yeah, really happy to to have y'all here tuning in. Um, If uh, this is your first time tuning into a UGT reading, you're going to hear noise in the background and 
Okay, already a card. <laughs> and primarily, uh, that's just me doing some additional shuffling of the cards. So we get random messages that either fly out from the deck or gently fall. And that's what we consider as guidance from spirit for the reading. I already got one card just as I was doing that little bit of an intro. <laughs> um, and, and, you know, actually just in general, um, in terms of intentions for this reading with being on episode 53 and five plus three being eight. And I've got eight card decks it it would be cool to kind of continue with this you know one card <laughs> per deck uh for an eight card spread but i mean since this is kind of like a um you know it, it's a milestone if you will like not a huge deal but a little bit of a milestone uh you know i'm open to however many cards come out and i think especially with this reading i'm i'm just gonna sit with it um and take my time enjoy it uh, like I do all my readings as far as the enjoying part, maybe not necessarily always taking my time because <laughs> returning listeners know sometimes, you know, I, I breeze through it, uh, or I, I think more accurately, I say I'll breeze through it and then I can't help but ramble on. <laughs> but yeah, I, it's, I always enjoy my readings nonetheless. Um, and just that dynamic of setting an intention while also just kind of going with the flow of the cards. So yeah, uh, today I'm giving myself permission to take it slow and we'll see what we get. Um, yeah, let's get into it. Uh, the card that we got from the Universal Tarot is, ooh, all right, we got the Queen of Cups. <laughs> That's cool. Um yeah, uh, I really like this card in tarot and returning listeners, depending on how far back you've been listening, um, this card is de has definitely come up in readings. Um, this is actually a really great place to start because it means for you or whoever you're thinking about, you're either in this energy already or perhaps there's some energy, you know, kind of in your atmosphere that's embodying this Queen of Cups energy. Um yeah, refresher for returners and just to bring new folks up to speed. Um, in tarot, there's different elements. There's cups, there's wands, there's pentacles, and there's swords. And, and if we get, you know, any of the other elements other than cups, I'll get into that. But for cups, that's water energy. And so that represents emotions and relationships. And with the queen of cups, because there's also a, a king of cups. So with the, the queen of cups, kind of like that counterpart, it's with the king and a queen is really the highest that you can go. And even in terms of gender that, you know, this is just the cards and the artwork and, and all that, you know, with the tradition, but as it relates to readings, take the gender, how it resonates. The, this queen here could be male, female, non-binary. And, uh, and, and yeah, in case it's helpful for, for me to specify with male, female, that, that includes trans. So with this queen of cups energy, male, female, non-binary queen of cups, um, I mean, this represents someone who is a, who is very emotionally balanced, um, it does typically represent feminine energy, which is something that that all of us, you know, embody you know, in some way, shape or form. Um, and thinking about that emotions and relationships, I, I mentioned kind of like that emotional stability. You could also say maturity, uh, someone who's responsible, 
trustworthy, kind, you know, it ha- like it, it has qualities like empathy. It, it the Queen of Cups is certainly someone who who does have a positive effect and impact in your life. Um, and so again, maybe this is you or whoever you're thinking about where you're embodying this energy of just being like a nurturer, you know, um, or perhaps this resonates that there's like a, a specific, you know, sort of energy um, in your life, you know, like I mentioned in your atmosphere, that is this queen of cups. And we'll see what we get from the rest of the cards to paint the picture. But I think starting with this card, it, I think it says quite a lot where there's something at the forefront, I think, as it relates to just this nurturing energy, whether it's already there, somebody around you has it, or perhaps this is a loving, non-judgmental message from spirit that this Queen of Cups energy is something to consider embodying, uh, maybe for a specific situation, environment, etc. Um all right. I mean, definitely not a bad place to start. I, uh, I'm going to go with, um, the sun and moon tarot next. And again, getting one card is cool, but mm, excuse me, pardon me. (laughs) Sip of water. Actually cough again, (coughs) y'all. Pardon me. <laughs> if you're new, um, yeah, I don't edit uh, energy readings. So if I cough, sneeze, whatever, I might even cough again. <laughs> uh, you know, I just let it happen. Uh, and I also pay attention to that. So it's, I mean, all I was about to say was if we get one card again, that's cool. But like, I'm open to however many cards we get. And then I coughed. And so anything, you know, I pay attention to that. So that being said, uh, Whoa. Okay. (laughs) So that being said, me coughing right there, you know, maybe it resonates for you or whoever you're thinking about that, you know, perhaps there's kind of a similar dynamic sort of going on where like there's something that you want, but you, but like you're open to the possibilities, you know what I mean? Um, or perhaps like that's, that's what's called for in whatever situation that you're in, you know, positive, negative, neutral, uh, Okay, so we have three cards that came out from the Sun and Moon Tarot. Uh, And we've got a little bit of Major Arcana with Minor Arcana. So I I will dive into this uh, for folks who are new. But we have the Death card, which is actually not bad. (laughs) Uh, We have uh, the Queen of Swords. And we also have the Six of Swords. Okay, So this is actually really interesting because now we got two queens here. So this could be for you or whoever you're thinking about, like perhaps you're embodying, you know, these energies or it could be separate energies that are kind of appearing in this, in this spread because that queen energy is so strong. (laughs) Um, However, in terms of kind of that balance, you know, head and the heart, I mean, that is queen of cups and queen of swords because swords energy that represents air, which is thoughts, mindset, communication. Um, And also with the six of swords here, uh, I I think that's interesting, too, because six is a number that does kind of represent that balance. And so I feel like I feel like this almost being like a clarifier for the queen of cups 
this could be painting the picture for us. And I'm looking at this first, aside from the death card, which is the major arcana card, because I feel like what this is kind of representing is this queen of cups energy, like, like lovable, nurturing, yet responsible and, and also authority, authoritative, you know, that that's why it's, it's that queen energy. It's almost like this is painting the picture of this queen of cups also having to kind of balance the queen of swords, <laughs> which makes sense with the six of swords and, and, and that logic I think that's involved um, I think it's interesting kind of seeing the death card here, which is major arcana and, and yeah, for folks who are new, um, major arcana is like main characters, major themes that can appear in a tarot deck. And so when that happens, typically the other cards that have the elements, so that means like the queen of cups from the universal tarot and also queen of swords, six of swords, um, those become more of like clarifiers or descriptors. That being said, though, it's, I know I mentioned before, like queen and king energy, you know, like whether it's male, female, non-binary. I mean, that's the highest that she can go in the minor arcana. And so that is really strong energy. Might as well be major arcana, uh, you know, main character energy. <laughs> so that's another reason why for me, I'm kind of seeing from the universal tarot, this queen of cups is like sort of the central kind of energy and these other cards that we're getting are painting the picture of like this journey of this queen of cups, whether again, it's you, whoever you're thinking about or somebody, you know, that's in your atmosphere. But this death card that's major arcana, which again is, is going to be kind of like the major theme from the sun and moon tarot. This actually represents rebirth. It like, it, so maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, it could be either it's it, something is being shed. It could be habits. It could be, could be people, places, things, spaces, <laughs> you know, um, th this definitely represents a, a really evolving or I think being able to rise above a situation that was meant to bring you down. Yeah. I mean, you could see it as that as well, because the queen of swords energy can be, <laughs> uh, and the queen of swords energy can be a little harsh, but the queen of swords energy is also, I think, very necessary, especially in balance with this queen of cups that, uh, that we have from the universal tarot, but queen of swords energy, that that's energy that's fierce, cuts through the bullshit. Um, and is all about, I think, just, just being a straight, you, you know, being straight with folks, you know, and like just keeping it all the way real. <laughs> no nonsense. That is absolutely the queen of swords. Uh, and the queen of swords is also someone that you could say is, you know, protective, like that swords energy, kind of that warrior energy. And if we're thinking about thoughts, mindset, communication, um, yeah. And I think even looking at this six of swords and if I'm pairing it with the queen of swords, it could have to do a little bit with mental health, you know, um, and kind of that balance and that flow there. And so kind of what I'm getting from the cards, it's almost like with this queen of cups energy from this for, you know, the first deck or the first chapter, uh, if you will, what I'm seeing so far is that there has perhaps, you know, potentially been some, something People, place, things, space, something. <laughs> Take it how it resonates. Um, something that's been released 
and and that's allowed for a rebirth. And that's, again, what this death card represents, this major arcana, this major theme. And perhaps part of that transformation, <laughs> maybe for this Queen of Cups energy, maybe it, maybe it, it is embodying the Queen of Swords, Six of Swords. And, and again, like these two cards together, like what I'm picking up from this, it, it has something to do with like protecting something as it relates to like mental or perhaps it resonates that it has to do with like ideas. Um, Cause again, you know, thoughts, mindset, communication, that air energy, take it how it resonates. Um, and I'll also put out there uh, for folks who are new. Um, yeah. Take what resonates, leave what doesn't, or in general, if you're picking up something different from what I'm putting down, that's okay too. <laughs> Yeah, I, I'm just, you know, sharing kind of what I gather from interpreting the artwork and just kind of the energy from the cards. And as far as people tuning in, uh, choose your own adventure, you know, as far as how it applies to you or, or how this is helpful um, for you, it, if it is. But for some people, they just like listening and it's, it's like getting the tea, <laughs> uh, you know, on a situation that they you know, maybe know nothing about, but can still learn from. So yeah, uh, nonetheless, um, you know, make, make this reading yours. Yeah. <laughs> make every reading yours, uh, if it resonates. Okay. I'm going to go ahead and get into, um, the wild unknown pocket tarot. Cause I actually feel pretty clear, <laughs> uh, on, on the card so far. Yeah. There's, you know, this, that queen of cups energy. Um, and again, you know, maybe something happened or perhaps it resonates that it's going on right now, but it's, it's leading to perhaps some clarity on what might need to be released in order to, to be, you know, reborn in whatever context. Um, and yeah, for folks who are new, I'll also put out there, uh, it's for, for my readings, as far as how it applies, could be family, friends, work, romantic. That's another part of taking it how it resonates in case it's helpful for me to specify. <laughs> okay. Let's see what we get from the wild unknown cards. See how this energy here has like, you know, maybe really been evolving into Maybe into becoming, you know, stronger or or perhaps setting better boundaries. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Because the artwork on the Six of Swords card and the Sun and Moon Tarot, um, it, it shows the Six Swords and they're actually all kind of arranged in a way where, I mean, it's interesting. It looks like they're on top of, of something. It's almost like they're covering something or protecting something. And there's a gentleman on the card um it looks like he's trying to open whatever it is, but the swords are like covering it, you know, it's like a, almost like a discovery, <laughs> if you will. And, and that's the other reason why I'm like, oh, like with this death card, it, you know, it, it, it does, I think, kind of indicate maybe some sort of growth or perhaps, you know, I said clarity before, but maybe now that I'm thinking about it, so, you know, I just said a, a discovery, maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about some sort of like realization, which does tie in quite well with the clarity piece. Yeah. <laughs> and, and so that is also what the queen of swords is about as far as cutting through the bullshit. Um, yeah, I feel like with just having that, that one card, that queen of cups from the universal tarot, I, I for real am getting like some sort of like maybe just major, you know, overcoming something. Um, 
And perhaps it's because of tapping into, you know, this Queen of Swords energy and also the Six of Swords energy of, of, of that balance. And perhaps, you know, just being open to doing the exploration as it relates to the thoughts, mindset, communication piece. Um, okay. It's... I, I've been talking for a little bit. So it's it's actually taking a little while for a card to come out from the Wild Unknown Pocket Tarot. So I, I'm going to pay attention to that. <laughs> yeah, if you're new, I pay attention to that, just like with the coffin and all that stuff. Like, it, it, yeah, this could be an indicator that whatever comes out, it could be a message or, or you know, whatever it is. Maybe it requires a little bit more patience or, oh, okay, or it's taking some time, um, to, 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 for that message to really sink in, or it's been a little difficult to receive, you know, if we're just thinking about <laughs> being human. And so, yeah. Um, ooh, okay. So the card that, that came out, um, from the wild unknown pocket tarot, we have the ace of wands, but it's in reverse. And, and it's just this one card. That is interesting. And um, it, it's and not interesting in like a negative way. <laughs> so yeah, if you're new, if a card's in reverse, um, it's, it's not necessarily a bad thing. All it means is that there's resistance to whatever the card means when it's upright. And I think it's interesting with the Ace of Wands being in reverse, I think especially with what we're seeing so far in this reading, like this journey <laughs> of whatever energy it is that we're picking up on and maybe some of the different, uh, some just some different, you know, things that they're kind of like tapping into, um, maybe to kind of navigate, you know, a certain person, place, thing or space. And that's why we do have this major arcana from the sun and moon tarot, this, this death card, which really represents rebirth. Uh, in, in some way, shape or form could be personal, um, professional. Yeah. Family, friends, work, romantic, but focusing on this ace of wands from, from the wilds unknown pocket tarot wands is fire energy. So that that's passion energy itself and, and motivation. It, it could represent action. I think the interesting thing here with the Ace of Wands being in reverse, what this indicates is inaction. However, seeing the Queen of Swords and the Six of Swords <laughs> and also the Queen of Cups and like all of this, you know, like it, it like all of this together, I think really does represent like a, like some sort of maturity or 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 just like development of some sort. And so I almost feel like this Ace of Wands coming out. <laughs> and also, if we think about the fact that the Ace of Wands came out in reverse from the wild, you know, unknown uh, tarot deck, I kind of take this as painting the picture for us that the energy that we're picking up on, maybe this like Ace of Wands in reverse is, is like part of the rebirth. Because <laughs> there is actually like fire, you know, in this death slash rebirth card in the Sun and Moon tarot. And so, yeah, maybe, maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, or as I mentioned before, maybe it's something outside of that, just somebody, you know, like in this energy that's in the atmosphere. There's something about this where this reverse ace of wands, like, 
like like the action not being taken, perhaps that that's actually what's in the best interest <laughs> of you or whoever you're thinking about, you know, like not acting on impulse. Um, that's kind of what all this could represent. Like maybe in the past, this Queen of Cups energy used to act on impulse. <laughs> you know what I mean? And and I think that's also just part of learning and growing and, and kind of being human. Um, and so it's, a lot of times this Ace of Wands being upright, that's a great thing um, because it does indicate kind of taking that first step. That's what the Ace is. It's like that number one. And in numerology, one is about either the self or it's about that first step, you know, like, like really getting started. Um, but I think the fact that, again, this is in reverse and I, oof, I got a cough again. One moment. <coughs> <coughs> Pardon me, do some water right now. Okay. Um, all right, I'm going to pay attention to that. Uh, yeah, I think this Ace of Wands in reverse is, is significant. And not just because it's the only card in reverse, you know, from the tarot at this point. But like the Ace of Wands being in reverse, like this is significant, I think, as far as the indicator of either the growth or perhaps what was necessary in order for this death slash rebirth to happen because with this major arcana, as I mentioned, you know, for folks who are new, refresher for returners, um, it like, this is the, the major theme. And so all the other cards really kind of describe it. So, yeah. And if none of that resonates again, you know, perhaps this is something that it, this could be something that's forthcoming, you know, for you or whoever you're thinking about, maybe there is, there's something going on where there is the potential for some sort of death slash rebirth, or we could say growth transformation. And that growth and transformation might come from like not acting on impulse. You know what I mean? And the way to not do that and to not be triggered to do that is by cutting through the bullshit. <laughs> you know, like this, this queen of swords, six of swords, um, set healthy boundaries, you know, in terms of, of that mental uh, and also be intentional as it relates to communication, which is something that the Queen of Cups embodies in addition to kind of that nurturing piece. So I, I think that's something to all keep in mind. Okay. Um, I'm going to go with the uh, Stargazer playing cards next. And yeah, also uh, a little bit of a disclaimer, like, <laughs> good cough one more time. <clears throat> Pardon me. So uh, I, I'm, I'm not sick. Don't worry. <laughs> actually got, uh, actually got a, you know, a, somebody asked me a question, like, are you okay? Because uh, sometimes I do cough during my readings. I, I'm actually all right. Uh, full transparency. Uh, and I, I think a lot of people can relate to this. Um I, I'm 420 friendly. And typically before I do my readings, I, you know, I partake. <laughs> uh, so, so that's a little bit of why I cough sometimes, you know? So in case that's helpful to know. <laughs> uh, okay. So let's see what we get from these stargazer cards. Um, and if you're new, uh, these cards, these are kind of like the, well, not kind of like these are, <laughs> these are the traditional playing cards. Um, 
you know, used for like go fish and spades and solitaire and spoon, you know, all those things. Um, and there are quite a lot of card readers who like to use these during their energy readings. Um, and so, yeah, use these during the last reading and I totally fumbled. I got to make up for that. <laughs> so I'm using them in this reading. Um, and yeah, depending on the cards that we get, I'll go into like the background, history, all that. Um, if you're interested, though, feel free to tune in to the reading on the last episode. I, I dive into that a little bit, but we'll see what we get. Oh, OK, for the reading today. So uh, I got one card uh, that came out and it's the three of diamonds. OK, cool. Um, uh, and another uh, fun fact uh, for folks who are new refresher for returners with if you're using traditional playing cards during a reading, uh, you know, if you can recall kind of looking at the cards that like the numbers on both sides, you can't really have <laughs> upright or reverse with these cards. And so when using these during a reading, it's a really kind of interesting dynamic to add because you legit <laughs> as the reader, like it's all about intuition, you know, as far as how you read these cards. Um, it truly is about how it resonates for you and kind of following that. And so the, so diamonds also, just to give a little bit of background, this ties in with pentacles energy in tarot, um, which is earth. And so that has to do with, you know, potentially finances, wealth, you know, assets, um, our physical reality, things like that. Take it how it resonates. Um, as it relates to these traditional playing cards, as far as like the history, uh, the diamonds and, and the cards and kind of how all of it worked, like this represented kind of like the the merchant class or the, the working class, middle to upper class. Like this is where wealth begins and starts getting created and cultivated and, and take wealth how it resonates. Just think about abundance in general, just to be inclusive. Having the three of diamonds here, AKA three of pentacles, if this was tarot, and also tying in numerology too. Uh, three in numerology, it it represents if you're thinking about kind of like the three points, you know, on the triangle connecting the trifecta or trinity. Uh, it, it it's a positive number in numerology, and it does typically represent like connection of some sort, or, or it's almost like that missing puzzle piece, <laughs> you know, um, you know, being found and and being there, and so having the three of pentacles, this does represent, I think, a, a, a synergy of some sort, I think, for you or whoever you're thinking about as it relates to, again, it could have to do with anything as it relates to just kind of like, like your physical reality and the environment that you live in. Um, but it could also have to do with with finances, assets, wealth, in, in whatever context that it resonates there's, there's something going on where <laughs> whatever energy's here, what I'm getting so far with all these cards, some, maybe something happened or perhaps it's forthcoming and it could be positive, negative, neutral. So there, there's absolutely no reason for, for concern, but I'm getting <laughs> something happened where perhaps for you or whoever you're thinking about, it's real easy to, I think, act on impulse. <laughs> if I'm thinking about this Ace of Wands from the Wild Unknown pocket tarot that's in reverse, like maybe there's something where it is really easy to act on impulse, but that isn't what's happened. 
And because of that, there is this, you know, three of pentacles that's here. But again, you know, with the traditional playing cards, it, there's no such thing as upright or reverse. And so we, oof, <clears throat> pardon me again. Okay. Mm. All right. Paying attention to that. So what I was about to say is, you know, on the tangent of there's no such thing as upright or reverse with this three of pentacles, we could also take it as like, okay, like this could go either way. <laughs> so this does also kind of paint the picture for me a little bit more that however this situation re situation resonates for you, whether it's family, friends, work, romantic, positive, negative, neutral, it's almost like it, like, like it could go either way. But because this ace of wands is in reverse, like, like not not like being thoughtful, you know, like still taking action, but doing so in a way that's intentional. I mean, that is what helps with sustaining this three, you know, of pentacles sort of feeling. Um, and I think also what's kind of interesting is I it, just thinking about that three and even looking at, at the diamond shape that's here and just thinking about the strength of certain shapes and, and reinforcements and, and kind of building foundations um, and how, and how honestly the triangle and even the diamond, like those are some of just the, the, the like those are some of the strongest shapes as far as holding and, sus and sustaining and building a foundation upon something uh, sometimes more so than the traditional like four or the square, you know? So I think that's something that's kind of interesting to think about as well. For some reason, I was I was called to to say that. But again, I feel like, you know, for you or whoever you're thinking about. Yeah, I, I you know, perhaps because of this growth maturity, again, like this, this major arcana card, this death card, like because of that release and then that rebirth and, and really evolving I'm I'm legit just getting the picture painted that there's been like major like mental and emotional and perhaps even, you know, kind of spiritual growth. And because of that, you know, maybe that is something that's kind of like manifesting for you or whoever you're thinking about in the physical, like, like maybe you are feeling like things are truly kind of connecting and, and three in numerology, aside from like the Trinity trifecta stuff, <laughs> it does also represent um, creativity, self-expression. So yeah, thinking about that too, this could also indicate, um, I think, it, especially thinking about, you know, pentacles slash diamonds, just kind of in that physical reality. Like I'm not even taking this as like a wealth kind of representation as it applies to this reading. So maybe just as it relates to like physical reality and things like that, like how it's manifesting, how, how you or whoever you're thinking about, how you're showing up. It, it perhaps it's in a way where it it is maybe more mature <laughs> than in the past as it relates to a specific situation where there there potentially could have been this ace of wands upright where you know I mentioned this queen of swords is about cutting through the bullshit like it could you know be like moving a little bit too too quickly but sometimes you got to do that you know as far as accountability um yeah, I'm just thinking about the intro to the episode, like accountability of self and others. Like, I mean, that's what, you know, the Queen of Swords and I think the Six of Swords could represent as well. So thinking about that, if we're going all the way back to the Queen of Cups um, from the Universal Tarot, this could also paint the picture of like a journey of, of, of just growing and evolving in the ability to be able to 
do all of this and do it in a way where it, you know, perhaps it is thoughtful and it isn't so fired up based on impulse. Being fired up is good, but it's got to have, you know, the intention there. And looking at this Ace of Wands in reverse, again, I, I'm, I'm looking at this death slash rebirth card and there's like, there's fire in both of them. And the fire is positive, you know, in this, in this death major arcana card. And it's also positive in the Ace of Wands, especially when it's upright. And even when it's in reverse, it, you know, it's not necessarily a negative thing. Um, but I feel like as it ties in with this reading with the rest of the cards, this really is just like standing out to me as like a potential interference, impulse, <laughs> intrusion, and, um, and not necessarily one of concern. I'm seeing this as like part of this Queen of Cups journey and then by embodying this kind of Queen of Swords energy along the way, it, it, it's allowed for this balance and also kind of mental kind of protection uh, of this Six of Swords. And you know, that, that's all from the Sun and Moon Tarot. And having the sun and the moon, you know, there's kind of a balance there too. So again, just kind of bringing it all uh, into this three of pentacles that we have here um, from the stargazer playing cards where it could go either way. <laughs> I think be, it, it's almost like this is a loving, non-judgmental, you know, message from spirit, perhaps some guidance that, you know, if this does resonate, that there there is a challenging situation or perhaps it's not challenging, but depending on, you know, the direction that you go in, it maybe it could be <laughs> or, or you're trying to figure something out, make a decision. I think with this three of pentacles, kind of like the going either way and things like that, I, I feel like this is, you know, just one of those things where it yeah, do the right thing quote unquote, <laughs> like however that applies, you know, um, really do your best to see things from a higher perspective. And it's, I mean, it's going to sound like, you know, for folks who, who are returning, you know, me repeating myself, but I really do think it applies as far as taking care of yourself and the world around you. Um, because with the Queen of Cups and the Queen of Swords energy here, along with Six of Swords, like for some reason, like these three, you know, if I'm thinking about the number three, like these are kind of a trifecta for me. And as I mentioned, the Queen of Cups and the Queen of Swords, like that could be two separate energies if that's how it resonates, or it could be just one embodying both. But it, I mean, it is like that balance of the head and the heart. Um, oh, and, and also the other cool thing, you know, with this is, uh, like, since we do have this three of diamonds here, which represents pentacles, like we, we have all the elements in tarot. We've got cups, swords, wands, pentacles. Yeah. That water, air, fire and earth. <laughs> yeah. So again, that balance, you know, it's, it, it's a little bit of everything. And so I do feel like looking at this major arcana, this major theme, like this is really giving us some insight into whatever growth and transformation has happened, like, like exactly what that's around or what it's about. And this growth, which from what I'm seeing, like it's like, it's an internal thing. It helps, you know, perhaps with this feeling of this three of pentacles that, that is that earth energy that does have to do more with the physical and the external, you know? And also, you know, that 
that basis or, or, or that foundation for, for things to be cultivated and created and made um, in whatever context. You know what I mean? Okay. Um, I'm going to go with uh, the Moonology Oracle next. Yeah, now we're shifting from tarot or tarot-esque into the oracle. So we'll see what messages we get from spirit here to provide more guidance and also a little bit more clarity um, with whatever the situation is coming up in this reading, which might be positive, negative, neutral. Either way, it's something that's leading to some kind of death and rebirth. And we all go through that <laughs> at different points in life too. So I, I'll also put out there if this resonates, like like this, maybe this is something for you or whoever you're thinking about where you like, girl, I've been through this. <laughs> like I'm a pro at this, you know, like the, this could be, yeah, the, this could just be like just life, <laughs> life itself and, and growing from, you know, different triggers. Um, oh. Oh, cool. Got just one card. Okay. So from uh, the Moonology Oracle, we have Blue Moon. Believe in the impossible. Hmm. Okay. I think that this card is interesting because the queen of swords is all about kind of cutting through the bullshit. The queen of cups is all about emotions and, and it's almost like if there were, hmm. I mean, it's almost like if, if, if there was energy here that would have the capability of believing in the impossible, it would be the Queen of Cups and the Queen of Swords together. And I think especially with the Six of Swords, yeah, because what I was mentioning, uh, the artwork on this card with the Six Swords, like surrounding what looks to be like this book or like, like, I'm, like I can't even tell what it is because it's covering it. But I see this gentleman where it looks like he's either reading it or trying to open it and it's like, it's, it's, it's like there's this knowledge or this logic or like this secret. And so, ooh, and so that, that, that's actually kind of cool because this Believe in the Impossible card, maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about as far as what I got, you know, previously just from all the cards and potentially like really being mature as it relates to a certain situation and not acting on impulse and being intentional, being thoughtful with either your mindset or your communication. Specifically mindset as it relates to beliefs, maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, there is something going on where it, it either is challenging your beliefs or there's something that you really believe in And that could also be why, you know, as far as the cards coming out, uh, and I think it was actually with the Wild Unknown Pocket Tarot where it took a little bit. Um, And so paying attention to that, kind of like that patience piece, you know what I mean? So 
so this could be, you know, a, a loving, non-judgmental message from spirit of believing in the impossible paired with this ace of wands in reverse of like, you know, like, like calm down. <laughs> yeah. Like I, like I see this and, and like as a message from spirit, like, skirt. <laughs> like, you know, like, like still keep, keep a pace, but you like you can take your time with it. You know what I mean? Like, and so I feel like with believe in the impossible, maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, like maybe there's something that means a lot to you. Um, or there's something that you're working on where it does require perhaps significant growth and transformation. And that's why we have this death card. And maybe that is a lot to like think through, you know, like it's, that's something I also mentioned in the intro as far as inner work, it's, it's a marathon, not a sprint. <laughs> so this could be all together so far, like all the cards from Universal Tarot, Sun and Moon Tarot, Wild Unknown Pocket Tarot, uh, Stargazer uh, playing cards. Believe in the impossible as far as believe in, for you or whoever you're thinking about, the ability to actually like bring together <laughs> maybe whatever it is that you're trying to do, whether it's personal, professional, whether it relates to family, friends, work, romantic. There's something where, where like either you have to believe in yourself or, or believe in the situation and maybe not either act on impulse, you know, with this ace of wands in reverse. Um, actually, yeah, that, that's, that, that's really how I'm getting this. It's pretty clear to me here. We'll see if that changes <laughs> uh, with the other um, Oracle cards. Mm, I'm going to go with the Daily Crystal Inspiration next. Oh, okay. All right. So, uh, so the card that we got from uh, the Daily Crystal Inspiration Oracle, uh, we have, oh, wow. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I'm giggling because whenever this card comes out, I'm just like, oh Lord, like <laughs> never know if I'm saying this right. Chrysoprase, like, like every time I say it more, I feel more confident with it, but who knows? Chrysoprase, allow yourself to receive. <laughs> That's the card that came out, um, from the daily crystal inspiration. So Okay. I think that ties in well with believing the impossible. Uh, maybe for you or whoever you're thinking about, there's something going on where maybe, hmm. I mean, Queen of Swords is about cutting through the bullshit, but Queen of Swords is also like, <laughs> like there's the potential there maybe to, to, to shield, uh, if that makes sense. And, and actually it's interesting in the artwork because on this card, it, it, it shows a lady. She's got her sword. It looks like, I mean, it's actually kind of cool because it looks like there's three little things flying around her where she's like swatting them away, <laughs> you know, like keeping these things away. And, and she's also holding what looks to be a, a shield uh, in her other hand. So sword in one hand, you know, kind of protecting herself from, from what's coming at her. And then a, a shield of some sort in the other. And so 
Yeah, and that's actually interesting looking at the Six of Swords as far as like what seems to be shielding, like, like it, it's like this, this hidden gem <laughs> of, of knowledge or information. And, and so I kind of feel like this chrysoprase, it, it, you know, if I'm saying it correctly, allow yourself to receive along with the Believe the Impossible Blue Moon um, from the Moonology Oracle. Yeah. Ooh, I'm totally getting uh, it's all of this as like just like process journey of evolving in some sort of way. And that evolving, whether it's the process itself or, or the, the desired result <laughs> pending, you know, that evolving, I, I think it is something for you or whoever you're thinking about where it, it, it requires faith, <laughs> faith. Yeah. That, that is believe in the impossible and allow yourself to receive that, that, that is faith. And perhaps the situation in whatever context, what this is a, a, a loving message from spirit that whatever it is, it, it truly calls for faith perhaps over impulse, if that makes sense. Or it calls for faith over just being fired up over whatever. <laughs> if, if that makes sense uh, as well. Um, I think I'm going to go with, uh, I think I'm going to go with the sacred destiny next and then close us out, uh, with the angels and the ancestors. Yeah. Uh, and then we'll call it a day. This, this has turned out to be somewhat of an extended reading, but uh, the talk itself was, was pretty sure. Oh, okay. That, <laughs> that was quick. Uh, and we have multiple cards. Um, okay. Two of them, but, but yeah, the talk itself was quick. So I'm, I'm cool with that. Okay. So the two cards from sacred destiny, we have simplicity and opportunity. All right. Well, that's positive. That's, that's really positive. And what I'm getting from this is I think, yeah, if I'm taking it all the way back to the Queen of Cups, like looking at the artwork on this, this card, it shows this queen and she, you know, she's looking at her cup, which is quite beautiful. It's quite, <laughs> quite lavish. You know what I mean? Just her being in her throne, but she's, she's looking at it in a way where it, it kind of looks like she's contemplating something, you know what I mean? And it's, it, like if we're just looking at the artwork and not even thinking about what the queen of cups means, like she looks like she, like she's fine. She's doing well. She's balanced. Like all, all those great things, you know, that I mentioned about the queen of cups energy, which, which all of us, you know, we, we do have the potential to embody that all that aside. Like it really looks like she, like, like she's feeling something like, like really feeling something deeply contemplating deeply which you would think would be the queen of swords energy and it can be, but again, like based on artwork and all of that, it, it really is more of energy. That's kind of about fight queen of cups. Energy is a little bit more about not even flight, but reconciliation, <laughs> 
you know? And, and so I do kind of see this, just me looking at the artwork, uh, like of this queen and, and what she seems to be just like really feeling, like feeling the feels and, and really kind of contemplating on or perhaps trying to be mature about or, or that nurturing energy of, of like thinking about like what, what she wants to nurture. I think with simplicity and opportunity, like that really ties into that part for me. And then with believing in the impossible and allowing yourself to receive, it's like, like all these Oracle cards so far, like they really do make quite a lot of sense. And I think they flow quite nicely. Maybe there is a, a pretty significant opportunity um, for you or whoever you're thinking about. It, Cause that also makes me look at kind of like the three of diamonds and it's like, oh, okay, like, there really might be an opportunity to receive abundance of some sort. And in order to be able to do that, you might have to dodge, <laughs> you know, uh, do, doing something or, or, or perhaps even thinking in a way that's a bit too impulsive and not intentional. Or, you know, again, maybe this already happened, you know, it, you know yeah. This could just be confirmation uh, of something, you know what I mean? But again, from sacred destiny, simplicity and, and opportunity, I feel like Queen of Swords energy and also with the Six of Swords, I mean, that I think that does kind of help with clearing out, you know, some of the clutter if, if we want to take it in that way. But then also thinking about death and rebirth, like what has to be released in order to be, you know, reborn and, and, and be and feel lighter. I feel like the simplicity card ties into that as well. And also, you know, thinking about that major arcana, death and rebirth, I, I think there is an opportunity that's always there, you know, just just from that resurfacing and having having that clean slate, if you will. So that's also another way that this could be taken, like like all of what we got so far, like all that it's leading to is this this clean slate where for you or whoever you're thinking about, like there is that ability and opportunity to receive whatever it is, you know, that that's, you know, for your highest good, hopefully <laughs> that's coming at you. And, and if for some reason, if it resonates where you're like, oh, like like you're unsure, um, I think, you know, the, the, this queen energy that's here of the balance of the queen of cups and queen of swords, uh, uh, that that's what helps as far as not being impulsive for whatever's going on that perhaps requires that a, a little bit of slowing down and, and, and maturity, you know? Okay, cool. Let's close out with the angels and the ancestors and then... Uh, we shall call it a day. If you're still with me <laughs> on this, uh, looking at looking at my clock, we are just over 51 minutes in. So you're a trooper. <laughs> Kudos to you. Oh, okay. Well, that was quick. <laughs> a card just like gently came out um, from the angels and the ancestors. So our final message uh, from Spirit for this reading is the sage, be devoted and committed. Okay. I think that's nice. Yeah. I mean, that ties into <laughs> believing in the impossible. And, and this really resonates for me, be devoted and committed. I, I feel like that is an empowering 
message from spirit that that's kind of like be devoted and committed like to to you and your process and and yourself I think especially as it relates to this reading and and, and quite often I like tying readings into the talk that <laughs> that gets featured during the episode and I I just realized I didn't even like put that out there but I felt it the entire time <laughs> And, uh, and with Sage, be devoted and committed, as I mentioned, like, like doing that for yourself and kind of like who you are and your journey and, and your own, you know, kind of evolving in that process. I think this does tie in quite well with the talk and perception and perspective. Uh, yeah, perception and perspective in general, it ties in really well <laughs> just with, uh, the queen of cups. And like I said, she's kind of like contemplating something. That's what it looks like in the artwork. And then just having swords energy here in the first place, uh, of thoughts, mindset and communication, but with believing in the impossible and allow yourself to receive. I know I mentioned before, like, it's like that combo to me equals faith, <laughs> like faith over fear. Um, you know, it, it like be devoted and committed to, to that, like either believing in yourself or believing in, a, a person place thing or, or space and a particular outcome, which based on the cards, it, I feel like, you know, this opportunity, simplicity, and, and then also taking it back to this three of diamonds slash three of pentacles, like, like that feeling of like connection and flow, like that could be, you know, what, what that opportunity is, you know what I mean? And in whatever context, but whatever it is, whatever that mission or vision is like for you or whoever you're thinking about, I think this final message from the angels and the ancestors, again, Sage, be devoted and committed. It's, it, it's cool. Cause it's like, oh, like, like the potential is there, but, but you got to just keep doing what you got to do in order to get to that. And in order to be able to do that, you do have to, you know, have that faith, believe in yourself, believe in, um, I think the world around you at large and be devoted and committed to that. And I think also be open to kind of shifting, like for being, for being devoted and committed to something, I think, especially as it relates to this evolving, if we're looking at the major arcana of death and rebirth, I, I think it is important, as I mentioned in the intro, to understand that sometimes that does involve a shift <laughs> in perception and, and perspective as we learn new things and continue um, to, to grow. So, yeah. And, and also looking at the artwork in this card from the Angels and the Ancestors, it, it's quite beautiful. It's this elder gentleman who's in the forest and like really one with nature. And it looks like looks like he's writing something like with a feather on a leaf and like taking notes. But as far as his gaze, he's he's literally staring, almost like looking at whoever it is who's who's the reader, you know, looking at this card, like be devoted and committed. Um, cool. So. Okay. And I'm getting like the, the heads up five minute timer <laughs> from, from anchor coming up. So I think this actually is a great place to close out. Um, okay, cool. So yeah, again, final message, Sage, be devoted and committed. And the way that I'm taking this is with this whole entire spread, this is, this has painted the picture of, of, of being devoted and committed to, to yourself and kind of your journey, who you are, you know, and, as far as this Ace of Wands in reverse, I think this is just a little boop of like, just 
guidance of something where maybe you might feel called to just move a little bit too quickly and it 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 does require a bit more intention in terms of how you move. And that's how you are going to get that three of diamonds slash three of pentacles and really feeling like things are connecting like that Trinity trifecta as far as your physical, you know, sort of sort of world. Maybe it is something that feels like it's a little bit impossible, you know, this blue moon from the Moonology Oracle, but crystal praise, you know, daily crystal inspiration. I think if you allow yourself to receive and kind of have that faith and sage, you know, be devoted and committed from the angels and the ancestors, that that is what kind of sets that foundation to be able to bring all of this to to life. But I think it does all start with you know, kind of like mind, body, spirit, as far as making sure that that's healthy. And perhaps with this queen of cups <laughs> at the very beginning from the universal tarot, like, like that's, you know, like that's, that's what she's, that's what she or, or he or, or they, <laughs> you know, uh, it's male, female, non-binary, this queen of cups energy, maybe that's what's being nurtured is more of like, like the self and, and really, um, really focusing on being your best self, you know? So I think that's pretty cool. I think for all of us, this is a great message, you know, be devoted and committed to, to that. Cause when we do that, you know, that has a positive impact on the world around us. Yeah. Um, okay, cool. going to stop rambling. <laughs> uh, uh, thanks for, you know, sticking with me. Uh, I hope this was helpful for whoever needed to hear it. Uh, if none of this resonated, that's quite all right just means that this was a reading for somebody else out there and maybe the next one will be for you. Um, yeah, uh, nonetheless, really appreciate everybody tuning in, uh, for the folks who have been tuning in since the podcast started. Uh, thanks so much for being here and for folks who are new, I'm happy to have you here. Um, and I hope you continue listening totally open to feedback totally thankful for, um, the great response, uh, that's also been received so far. And I'm looking forward to continuing to do this for a little bit longer. So all that being said, um, yeah, uh, I hope everybody out there has a great week and beyond and whatever you got going on, just know that you got this talk soon.